No, you don't. <laughs> Alex just told me he had corn for teeth. Honey, you don't have corn for teeth. <laughs> They're potatoes. They're taters. <laughs> They're little fingerling taters. I need it. Last time I used a white strip, though, it, it burnt, I guess, the acidity of this peroxide burnt the, like, like don't rib look at tips my teeth of my gums. I know. <laughs> I know. I just feel like I have this idea that I'm going to use them and have these white teeth, and then I'm going to wake up and smile, and my teeth are going to have fallen out. The peaks of the gums get heavily affected by white strips. Stop looking at my teeth. I need to do mouthwash, I guess. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to another episode of, of Gay Agenda. Agenda. I'm Alex. I'm Anna Delvey. <laughs> that makes me Rachel. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> you have a credit card I could borrow? <laughs> you want to go to Morocco? <sighs> oh. oh. Did you watch? Of course. All in one day. Mm. I was hooked. All in one day? Yeah, I had the day off. Okay, good yeah. for you. Yeah. Um, what'd you think? I thought it was nail-biting. It was something yeah. else. Yeah. You know? After she was arrested and all of that, the mm. people that she came in contact with, like the lawyer yeah. or the journalist, mm-hmm. she changed them a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Which is what she did to all the people all that the she people, came in yeah. contact yep. with. Yep. She had that same effect. She had that like, same effect. People, you know, like uh, Vivian Kent, who that's obviously an alias, like her mm. wanting to um, to have Anna care about her and she like having her feelings hurt. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. This is, this is the magic that... Anna yeah. weaved was yeah. was people wanting her adoration and attention and acceptance yeah yeah yes but it's also so much of like seeing the world in a, in a certain way and it is like the macro version of manifesting mm-hmm. and um she convinced a lot of the most powerful important people to kind of get on board with her for her ideas and I just like I thought about I did I've done a lot of thinking while watching the show and I'm like I I can absolutely uh, I understand this I mean imagine you going to a foreign country where like that already in itself you're like I have no ties connections I like you have everything to like gain and I mean in her case I guess lose but like the intimidation that I think like we carry around, like we if we were to enter those spaces of like high society in New York, like I think we feel closer to it because we are from America and we kind of understand it to a deeper level than she probably did. And to her, it's like everyone's just it's like you're a chess piece. She doesn't mm-hmm. care. No. Like I would never go up to a executive of Goldman Sachs and pitch them something, but to her it's like, oh whatever, this is just Yeah. There's a disconnect that I think worked in her favor to getting Clearly hundreds of thousands slash almost millions of dollars. If she was telling the truth and she had the money, they would have done exactly what she wanted to do. Yeah. And the only thing that changed that was that she really didn't have the money. No. So she is wickedly smart, but also terribly convincing. Terribly convincing. And I wonder, because I know that ICE is holding her because of like the, you know. Her visa. Yes. But I I really do wonder what is going to happen because... my deep, my gut instinct is that she is going to be able to stay in America and something is going to happen. 
I don't know. Do I you mean, think she'll get deported? I think she'll get deported. I don't think that that's the last we'll hear from her. I mean, just because she's deported doesn't mean that she's not going to go to London or Paris right. or Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I feel like once you're deported, you can never come back to the States. Yeah. So we'll see. Ugh. Julia Fox says she has, or Anna says her and Julia have a project that they're working on together. I think that she says, now who's to believe what she says, mm-hmm. but I think she's working on a reality project with Bon and Murray or something, MTV. So, but a really fascinating story. I love the way the lawyer flipped Rachel around in court. Oh, I know. Oh. Yeah. Just was like, and did it all to really just kind of save her ass. Yeah. Um, which I understand the logic. It's like, if you talk her up to this ability that she at least thought she was like, Mm -hmm. I mean, and especially the jury, like they don't know her. Like they're not, Oh, what happened? Oh, the little water. Oh, I don't care. Oh baby. I don't care. Um, I, I think it says so much to, and (laughs) hearkening back to so many themes of this podcast, aside from like her, you know, saying what her trust was, and being flashy with actual cash, what spoke the loudest were the clothes that she was wearing and the accessories that she had. Mm-hmm. That that was the giveaway of, oh, this girl is loaded. And for people of, I mean, we're told of this caliber that were in New York to like really believe her solely based on what she's wearing, I think is very... Um, very enlightening. Which is probably why retail sales are through the roof. Honey, everyone wants to play Anna. Yeah, but I mean, based on what she looked like in court, you know, yes, she was detained for some time before we saw her yeah. in court. She, I don't know if I would have mistaken her for some princess. No. I mean... Some heiress from Germany. No, there's like... I'm surprised they let her keep the Celine glasses. I'm right? shocked they didn't swap them out for a more economy frame. Well, <sighs> along with inventing Anna, it must have been... Um, scam week on netflix because the tinder swindler also came Mm -hmm. out i hope you watched that i did i did so wow yeah it's like i'm on tinder all the time i mean i think if there's any lesson we can learn from both of these individuals protect your money baby protect yourself don't throw out a card to anyone yeah unless you really know and love them if you needed help of course but someone that you just met that you barely know under a calendar year, you're not, do not, do not. But I guess like with Rachel in Inventing Anna, if she had paid for everything along the way so far, you would have some confidence that you wouldn't get stuck in that situation like in Morocco. Right. I mean, you have no reason to believe that uh, she would do that because everything you're being shown is that she's incredibly wealthy. How was Rachel to know? When Rachel shows up to Neff in that outfit paid for by her, too. Oh, It's gosh. like, honey. She looked just like her, too. I know. There's a... She's cashing out. She's cashing out. Big baby. I think it's on HBO, but there's a... I think it's called Generation Scam. And yeah. it's the real mm-hmm. um, story. As they condensed her, as it right? might be. They, I don't know. I saw clips from the, of the lawyer. Yeah. Wow. What kind of coffee are we drinking today? Just an Americano. Okay. Yeah. Now that is espresso and water. Correct. What a feat. I like it strong. The first Starbucks I went to when I got down here, espresso machine under construction. Mm. So I had to walk all the way around the corner, Mm -mm. go to another Starbucks. Baby, you open with that. 
You do, uh, come under construction. I mean, the guy was literally tinkering with it, and the guy was like, "I'm sorry, we have no espresso right now." What am I supposed to get? A milkshake? No, a pistachio latte. Sweetheart, no, no, no. That is your product. Yeah. <laughs> um. Do you have anything? I do. I do. I you do. I usually do. are. I mean, you always are. My current event queen. Well, I don't want to make the theme of this episode the scam, but... Oh, we, but we love but it. We, Anna Delvey wasn't the only one scamming people. And just like I talked about last episode, I want to give you a little update on the Don't Say Gay bill mm. that's happening right now in the Florida. state of Florida. Um, and since we spoke last, it has passed the Senate in the state of Florida. And just to kind of give you a refresher, the Don't Say Gay bill... HB 1557 allows and encourages parents to take legal action if LGBTQ discussions are being held at their children's schools, prohibits students and teachers from speaking on LGBTQ topics, forces outing of students if teachers overhear a student mention anything along the lines of being part of that community, the teacher what? must report it to the parents. This bill directly will affect and impact students' free speech. And it's directly aimed at teachers who are already lacking in the state of Florida. So what's the harm of all this? Well, conversations about gender and sexuality frequently cannot happen at home. Therefore, having these conversations in schools amongst their peers is deeply beneficial. Going so far as to say that the Trevor Project says that at least one LGBTQ youth between the ages of 13 and 24 commits suicide or attempts suicide every 45 seconds in the United States. So not only will society be telling these young students that their sexuality is unacceptable, but schools will be saying it as well. Florida follows states like Louisiana, Oklahoma, and Texas. Well, that's not a fucking shock. It's not at all. It's not at all. So um, we're... I don't understand it. I don't get what it's supposed to do. I really don't. It just sounds like a witch hunt for gay kids. It, like, it is just that. It's a directive to educators to erase all mention of marginalized people's lives from the classroom. <clears throat> and, this, and the bill sends a negative and harmful message to youth. LGBTQ youth are undeserving of an education in safe and nurturing environments. And erasing LGBTQ topics from schools can imply that gender identity or sexual orientation is something to be ashamed of or hidden so um we'll continue to watch this story and keep you informed along with all the other things we bring to you i know we want to be that distraction in a heavy world but this is important so if you want to take action you can sign the petition keeping florida's don't say gay bill from passing by visiting change.org i don't know how like the federal government can't get involved with this like i mean yeah i I mean, I can't, I understand it's like a state, you know, mandated thing, but like, come on, what? It just feels so draconian. And yeah, for, I just, I don't understand. Like, yeah. I mean, like we said last time, like, why, why is this even something we're still talking about? Exactly. Like we, we should be to the point where we don't give a fuck. Like yeah. it just, it's so confusing to see the majority of a society pushing forward, wanting equality, wanting a a space for everybody to just kind of live freely. Yeah. And yet someone in one state is so concerned about the life of someone in another state. Also, it's 
children in schools. It's children in schools. I I don't understand. There's no way I could understand it. The only way I, I could even remotely wrap my brain around it is if like homophobic violence was so bad that they wanted to protect those kids mm-hmm. from like that. But the teachers are being told to out the students. That's disgusting. It is. Wow. Well, and I can't imagine. I mean, there's not always, not every teacher is, you know, pro child, but based on my experience in public education, and I'm sure yours, there's got to be some sort of resistance within the teachers. It's Florida. There are so many fucking gay people in Florida. Exactly. There are so many gay people in Florida. Exactly. Well, with that being said, back to the distractions that keep us going. Um, It doesn't seem like many people really care about awards anymore, but the Academy Mm -hmm. Awards have announced their categories, (laughs) leaving out Lady Gaga. The big, the big one is not there. So I put the movie on. I haven't really, I didn't really stay tuned with it. Yeah. But I, you know, as much of a fun, exhilarating film that it felt like from what I watched, it didn't keep me enticed enough to care. That's what I heard. And I heard, uh, A, that it's too long, but also like, you know, the interesting thing, the the point that someone brought up was that people are saying that Gaga should have absolutely been nominated for, for this, but mm. not so much A Star is Born. So it's interesting to see. And a lot of people, you know, kind of pitted it against like, you know, she was campaigning for it pretty heavily and like seemed like she, you know, really wanted it or was like alluding to that. Um, I mean, whether or not that's true, I think it should always be given to like the person who deserves it. But I haven't really seen who are the other nominees in that category. So I'd have to pull that up. But for best picture, it's for the first time, there's 10 movies Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. I heard Nightmare Alley was awful. So that's it was kind awful. of shocking. That- yeah. I also read that you're meant to turn your color all the way down to black and white when you watch it at home. And to. Nightmare, whatever, yeah. on Elm Street? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah. Huh? Exactly. I'm not going into my TV settings. Why not? You fucking deliver that prepared <laughs> and ready. I'm not doing work. That's ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, but this is going to be the first year where viewers and fans can vote on Twitter during the telecast of the Academy Awards for a fan-chosen... Oh, yeah. interactive. Yeah, so I could see that award maybe going. I don't know what the category per se is. Mm, very Nickelodeon Maybe just of overall fan favorite. People's choice. So I would say stay tuned for Spider-Man to win that. I'd like to see Kirsten Dunst take home something. I think she's well overdue. I think she's fantastic. Did you see the, that movie? I have not, but I heard she's good. I heard she's good it. too, yeah. Um, I've, I've heard a lot of people say, like, good movie. I don't know what was going on necessarily. And I'm like, okay. Sure, 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 sure. Did we talk about the last Euphoria? We haven't, but my mm. God, I mean, it's hard to, yeah. Do you have a perspective on Rue's journey that makes I, it hard to watch, easy to watch? Well, they got renewed for a third season. They did, and Zendaya is coming back, okay. which leads me to believe that she's not going to die. I think we're going to have her on like a pretty good, like we said last time. I think she's going to get and hopefully stay sober solely for the fact that everyone else is such a shit show on the show that you have plenty of other storylines to cover. Um, 
because it did like this season i was like there's too much going on like there are too many people who are in the shit that i need to pay attention to and zendaya even like up until like the last last episode or next last episode zendaya was kind of getting lost through the season and i was like who should i be paying attention to here folks the last episode where um I was very confused about at where the point in time was. Like, yeah. we start the episode and we're making a dinner mm-hmm. and then, you know, we're jumping around to different characters and it seems like it's daytime and then it's nighttime and yeah. then, you know, Lexi's at Fez's house and then she's at home mm-hmm. yelling at her sister and then by the end of the episode we're eating the dinner that we made so it's like, how many days transpired? Yeah. What time of day it is? Because Sunday, this upcoming one is the play. That's right. Yes. That's, it's going to be the play. There's two episode. episodes left. Yeah. Yeah. So Pretty something's mage. going on with um with Faye and those lips. Yeah, Faye is gonna be Some trouble. Trouble. Yeah. Also, they really did do Barbie dirty this season. I'm like, where's Barbie? Yeah, they really did. She's great. I mean, I know she got like ample screen time last season, but like damn. Well, they're saying it's because of some riff with Sam Levinson. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so starting in August. Here in Chicago. So for all of our Chicago listeners, sorry to anybody outside of Chicago, but please come and enjoy this with us here. In August this summer, Chicago has turned the Morton Salt Factory into an entertainment destination. So starting in August. A top golf. A top (laughs) golf. Starting in August, the salt shed will open outside the shed, which is an outdoor amphitheater. Wow. And the lineup for the month of August at the Salt Shed. Give it to me. Is stacked from top to bottom. Fleet Foxes, Andrew Bird, Iron and Wine, Sharon Van Etten, Angel Olsen, Lake Street Dive, Lord Huron, Mount Joy, Georgia Smith, and Jason Isbell. Now, if that ain't a Blue Ridge Stoner white man, I don't know what is. I a lot of I love a lot of them. You know how many white girls are going to drive their campers right into this city for these shows? The entire neighborhood of Logan Square is going to be there. Correct, Georgia oh. Smith. I mean, come on, yeah, Fleet yeah. Foxes. I love Fleet Foxes. Lake Street Dive, one of my favorites. Oh, it's so weird to think of Fleet Foxes as like they're certainly not vintage, but it's like it's um, uh, it's almost like uh, God. What is the word? Where you're like sentimental, nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. It's, they feel nostalgic, they like do. like late high school, early college. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Me too. Chicago isn't dead. Chicago's not dead. No. <laughs> Alex got very mad at me Things for saying Chicago is dead. Things are um, happening. I think every major city could possibly be dead, but you know what? In two months, it'll be alive again. It will be alive again. This is dormant season. Oh, that does make me think. I had to throw out my orchids because they were indeed dead. Time for a fresh start. Yeah, I hope they're okay. They're not. They're not. They're not. <laughs> they're, they're dead. They're actually dead. Yeah. Alex. Tanner. You know what time it is. I sure do. It's time for quick fire questions. Quick fire. 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 Very sensual today. A lie you told and got away with. <laughs> Speaking of cons. A lie I told that I got away with was that... I am a German heiress with a $67 million trust. <laughs> with a father in oil. With a father in oil. Before I got sober, I got out of going to a birthday party of a really close friend of mine because I just wanted to stay home and drink. And in this lie, 
I was like, oh my God, I have strep. And she was like, really? And I was like, yes. And so I sent a photo of an old box of, um, of antibiotics that I just had and took a picture with it and was like, oh, so I mean, I had a prop. And that was signed, sealed, delivered. That is alcohol. That's a lie right there. That is a that is a lie. Yeah, people really believe things if you get a prop involved. You know? You could say, oh, I'm sick. And people are like, okay. And then if you, like, send them a picture of you next to, like, Kleenexes, they're like, oh, yeah, he's... God, he's sick. He's sick. Crumple a couple of them up and you're... It's really signed, sealed, delivered. Theatrics. Theatrics. You know, but if you say too much, it's too much of a lie. But if you don't say enough, it's too much of a lie. But if you say just the right thing... Yeah, it has to be right in the middle there. Have you ever been turned on by a doctor or a dentist? Absolutely. Okay, tell me more. I mean, there's always just that fantasy of like those situational mm. dynamics. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we're having, fed by porn. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> having something that you probably know you can't have. Yeah. And just there's always a lot of like leaning, pushing. Yeah. 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 Did we already ask this? What's the stupidest thing you used to believe wholeheartedly? I have this immediately. That dogs could see smell up until this year. Could see smell. I lived my 30 years of life thinking that dogs could see smell. You could see, they could see the aromas and see, see scents. That is not true. They have a great keen nose, but they are not seeing clouds of aroma. No. I think I got that from Rugrats. Rugrats. And it stuck with me. I didn't believe this for a long time, but I did believe this when I was very young. I believe that if you died in a movie or a TV show, you died in real life. Like, that was the sacrifice. Those actors were dead. Yeah, like, you sacrificed that. Like, that was the sacrifice you made. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. Every booking you get, it's like, all right, is this going to be the one where is I it, die? Am I going to die for this one? Yeah. That yeah. means they did their job right. They did. It means they acted the hell out of it. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Is now that mask mandates are easing, Coachella's requiring no, mm-hmm. you know, vax mm. or, you know, negative yeah. tests and we're losing masks in the next couple weeks here in Chicago. Is there something that we did before COVID that you can't imagine us ever doing again? That I cannot imagine us doing again? Like well, we're going to completely leave it? We're not going to go back to doing that ever Aside from masks? Aside from masks. Um, because I think... No one's going to do masks if we don't have to. Um, And I think one of those things is Uber pool. Oh, God. I forgot about the pool. I never did the pool. Did you do the pool? Once. My brother did it, and I was so mad. Oh, my goodness. That's, yeah, that will never be happening again. No. I mean, I was going to say this is a cheat, but I was going to say flying on planes without masks mm-hmm. i feel like that will be kept but that wasn't even a variable before COVID, so that's kind of cheating see i think it's very much the opposite i think that that's going to be one of the first places will ditch out masks. Yeah. yeah yeah well i look forward to hearing what you think Thanks. next time we'll yeah. pick up with that i'll let you have a couple days to yeah, think and think. if there's something that you our listener thinks we'll never go back to doing like uber pool you fucking tell us now that covid restrictions are easing <gasps> take off your mask and instagram us at podcast gay agenda gay agenda podcast we're on there somewhere breathe on me and breathe 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 on me and we'll read out some of yours next time when we get tanner's answer We've got just a couple episodes of Euphoria left, so we'll be discussing all of that. And as Fashion Weeks move across the sea to Europe, I'll be updating you on all the trends to keep your eye out for for fall. 
and the best to look forward to in the coming months when the weather starts to get a lot what better. What a beautiful and fluid outro. You're welcome. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.